New Hope Outreach Ministries, making a difference by taking the gospel from word to action. And now, today's message. God good? Is God good? All the time God is good. What an amazing God we serve. <clears throat> this is really an excitable time really to really to know God and to to worship God and to and to walk in his plans and in his purpose for our lives by the grace of God. I can't really begin to fathom how many people are feel that they're walking in God's plans and purpose and they're not. Because um, God expects, uh, expects us to walk in obedience. Amen? Not doing what we want to do, when we want to do it, when we feel like doing it, when we get around to doing it. But he wanted us to do it when he say do it and the manner in which he say do it. Remember at the wedding of Cana? He said that, guess what? Mary said, whatsoever he say, do it. And I think what is happening is the enemy has really begun to create the belief that everything you do is okay. God will accept anything you do, whatever way you do it, how you do it, and it's okay. Now, if you think about that thought, if you think about that belief, that only makes sense to you. You don't accept anything anybody do and say to you. Is that right? And we are created what? In his image and just like him by the grace of God. So that's why it's so important really if you really want to see where you are you have to look at the word and realign yourself by the word by the grace of God. And that's why it's so important. And so and right now we're living in a time where we really have to listen to God because there are so many voices out there telling you things you need to do. I mean, it goes from the top all the way to the bottom. I mean, from the, from the White House down to the Little House, whatever you want to call it. People are telling you what to do. Now, if you're not really listening to God for yourself and following God and have laid some good foundation for yourself, you're going to be tossed to and from all over the world. You can be just like a, you can be just like a, a, a garment on a line, on a clothesline. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, these are lines you put out outside and you hang your coats, your, your sheets, and all towels, and, all, and the wind blow it. Wind have a tendency to get in and blow it, and when it blows it, it moves all over the place. And you don't want to do that. And we're living in a time now well, we need to make sure that what we believe is true. If it's, listen to me, if it's not working, it is no, no value to you. What good is money if you can't spend it? What good is a car if you can't drive it? What good is a dentist if he can't perform um, oral surgery? He can't diagnose your, your dental problems or whatever. And this is where we, we got to get to whatever this, this sort of mentality. Well, I don't know. You do know by the grace of God. Yes. 
You do know. Stop pretending that you don't know because you do know. Stop lying on God because that's what you're doing. And you, you, you're saying one thing, but you're doing other stuff. You're perpetrating. And it's time out for stop perpetrating. Because if you do it the way God said do it, if you went into Kmart, Walmart, or Target, or wherever, and bought a cake, and on the back of that box it has ingredients in there and direction on how to prepare that cake, if you follow that cake, what's going to happen? You're going to make a cake. But if you decide to alter, you decide to change, you decide to put your own spin on it, you will have a cake, but it's going to be your cake. It's going to be your cake. And that's one, that's one of the things you, uh, I don't want my cake. I want the Holy Ghost cake by the grace of God. This morning, I want you to ask you to turn with us to the book of John, John chapter 11. And begin to look at verse 20, 20, 25, and 26. This morning we're going to be dealing with some things. Here's what we call it. Do you believe this? That's something going overhead over there. Do you believe this? Coming from the book of, um, book of John. The most important thing, as, as the brother said, brother Theo said this morning, the most important thing as for God is right now for us to do is to accept and learn to do things by faith. Stop trusting in all these naysayers, all these opinions, Hollywood, and all this other stuff. You need to ask God for a plan for yourself. And he got a plan for you. Because he said he does. Proverbs, I mean, um, Jeremiah 29, 11 say, I know the plans I have for you. Now, do you want to work his plan or not? This morning in the book of, book of John, let me get over that right quick to the 11th chapter. God is so good. It's been a, been a great week. I thank God for all the good things he's doing. Where he's... Uh, brought us from and where he's taken us to because the best is yet to come. By the grace of God, I don't know whether you believe it or not, but I'm telling you, I hope you'll be around to see it, but I tell you, the best is yet to come. By the grace of God. I don't care what they said. I don't care how many times they said it. The best is yet to come. By the grace of God. The best is yet to come. And God, and God has a plan. By the grace of God. He has a plan. And begin to look at John chapter 11 and verse 25. Now here is Jesus. Is, is entering into a situation where. Lazarus is dead. Now you notice uh, I believe where it said that. Um. What is scripture at there? Um, verse 4. Go to 11 and 4, if you will. If you don't have to turn there, we can just read it. For those who got your Bible. It said, when Jesus heard that, he said that this sickness, look at your neighbor, says sickness, is not unto death, 
But for the glory of God, that the Son of that the Son of God might be what? Glorified thereby. Everything that happens is not always going to bring death. And many times people look at, at, at it uh, when certain sicknesses take place or whatever. You can come up with pneumonia. You can come up with uh, all types of medical diseases. But the moment you come up with the word cancer, you're a dead man or dead woman. Why? Because that's, that's what people believe. And that's what they're associated with. There's no, look and listen to me, there's no other name under heaven whereby you must be saved except the name of Jesus. If cancer and all this other stuff, it has a name. And it has to bow. But why do so many people take it so personal and so literally? It's what they believe. It's what they believe about it what they've heard about it, and what they've seen it do to people. And see, we're not moved by what we see. We're not moved by what we hear. We're moved by the power of God that works on the inside of us. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Not that what's, what's, what the devil got going on in the world. And listen to me. There's nothing under the sun you cannot walk out by the grace of God. I don't care how long it's been there. I don't care how long it's been tested. I don't care if they say there's no cure for it. But there's nothing under the name of Jesus that can't be solved. It can be, it can be done. So here's Lazarus by the grace of God. by the grace of God and everything it's, it's amazing what God can do if we just allow him to do it if we can get this little technical thing here straight then we'll be we'll be ready okay we're ready now Romans just like anything else when something happens guess what everybody in town won't talk Did you know such and such died last night? Did you know such and such couldn't live forever? Did you know that Mr. Bill, just using it for an example, if I offend somebody by using your name, I apologize. There's nothing said that Mr. Bill was going to live forever. As appointed unto man wants to live, then die. You have an appointment. I have an appointment. There's nothing around that appointment. You can cancel all your other appointments you want to. But you can't cancel this one. You can't get ready. You got to be ready by the grace of God. So they had heard that what was going on. In verse 25, and Jesus said unto her, said unto her I am the resurrection, and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet 
shall he live. In verse 26, And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never what? Shall never die. And this is not talking about a physical death, but a spiritual death. Spiritual death here. You never die. You're going to live somewhere. I'm not sure where you're going to live, but you're going to live somewhere. You want to make sure you live at the right place and you got the right address. Amen. And then he goes on down to say in this particular verse, he say, and talking to Mary Martha, he's now. Do you believe this? Do you believe that what I'm telling you is possible? And this is a problem for so many people today. They hear it. They see it. They talk it. They understand it. But they don't believe it. They don't believe it. And that's why things can't move because it's not because of God can't move. They're not giving God the opportunity to move because they don't believe what he said that he would do would come to pass. Well, my relationship, my home is all jacked up. They said, you know, everybody in that family got divorced when they were about 25 years old. Now, if you believe that, get ready. Because when you reach that certain age yourself, it's going to happen to you. Well, it runs in your family, high blood pressure. That's your genealogist. Your mama had it. Your granddaddy had it. Your great-grandmama had it. And you had no exception. You're going to have it too. Now, if you believe that, if you believe that, guess what? Get ready to start, get ready to start the banking up on some blood pressure pills because you're going to need them. See, what's in your head, what, gets in your, what, what the enemy, when he gets in your head, that's why you have a field day. And that's why it's important bad company corrupts good morals. You can't be around in and everybody when you're trying to do the right thing. How can a drunk tell another drunk what to do? They're both alcoholics. And I'm not saying that to be derogatory toward them, but it's just true. Somebody, somebody had to be able to lead the pack. And see, in your, in, your, in your mind, your belief system is very similar to a GPS. Very similar to a GPS. If you put the data in, it's going to respond to the data that you put into that GPS. If you put the foolishness in your head, your life going to respond to what you put into it, that foolishness. If you think you can't, guess what? You won't. If you know you will, you know you can, you will. But you got to know that in your head by the grace of God. That's not something that just can just happen to you. And that's why, you know, when, before they build anything, any type of structure, 
Now, Brother Ed was here. He, could, he, can, he can vouch for this. The most important thing in a structure when it comes to house and buildings and all that good stuff, it's not that bad for them you think it is. And that master bedroom you think it is, that beautiful kitchen with all the granite tops and all that stuff, that's not the most important thing. The most important thing about that structure is the foundation. If you get the foundation straight, guess what? You can tear it down. You can build it today and tear it down tomorrow. And guess what? As long as you interrupt that foundation, you can rebuild again. See, your foundation is your belief system. And this is where the devil has played havoc in people's minds over the years, through generation, through teaching and preaching and misinformation and whatever, because of, because of our belief system. Who controls the head controls the body. And he knows that. And that's why it's important to make sure what you go, what goes in is correct so what can come out is correct. But so many people got the wrong thing going in and they're trying to figure out how to get the right things out. You can't drink muddy water and expect to spit out clean water. It just don't work that way. Something has to change. So your belief system is very important to you. And God makes it possible. He makes it possible for all of us to learn how to trust him. Even as a child, we learn how to trust our parents. And as we get older, we continue to learn how to trust our parents and, and, uh, and adult figures more. The reason why we have so much disobedience and the reason we have so much trouble with our kids because of no respect. We don't teach them respect. You know, growing up as a child, you can call a person by, and they was a certain age, you can call them by their first name. You had to call them Mr. A Miss. Remember back in school, many of you were going to school, and you said Miss such and such. A Mr. such and such. One of those such things said, hey, John, I got a question for you. And see, and once you learn how to establish these, these beliefs when you're young, if these beliefs are not correct and they're not rectified, they stay with you all through your life. They don't change. They don't change. And that's why it's important that God would do everything human and possible to teach you and make sure that you get the right teaching so you can believe. People say, well, there ain't no such thing as good churches. They are good churches. Good churches all over the world. But the problem we have is this. We don't believe it. The Bible says, seek and you shall find. Here he goes and says, seeking for criticism, you will find. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door it shall be opened by the grace of God. If you're seeking for truth, you're going to find truth. If you want truth, you'll be able to you'll be able to get truth. But that's entirely up to you by the grace of God. And our belief system also is, it can be related to a thermometer on the inside of us. 
Because what it does, it tells us some things are wrong and some things are right. When things are not right, we can look at the situation. We, can know, we know it's not right. If you walk in the house and everybody's sitting in the chair with the mouth about a foot long and nobody's laughing, you don't have to figure out that somebody's mad in that house. Hello? Common sense will tell you that. But see, you got to believe to the point where I say, guess what? When I walk in my house, I believe there's going to be joy. There will be peace in the valley. I don't care what they say. You and your devil, you and all the other devils that you have, and all the devils you talk to during the day, y'all got to go. Because there's no room in the inn here, honey. You can't stay here. You got to go. There's peace in this house. You're not going to just talk to me in a type of way. I believe that you got the ability to talk to me like a man. Ability to talk to me like a woman. I won't accept nothing less. I believe you can do this. And I know you can do this by the grace of God. Now, that falls on your part. Are you willing to submit to do what God asks you to do? And I'm telling you, God is good. Your belief system is made of things that are true and false. Many of us are in our late years should be enjoying life. Look at your neighbor say enjoying life. And you know why we're not enjoying life? Because stuff we've heard. If you listen to a bunch of people when they get together, many of them start talking about stuff, say, well, when you get a certain age, and listen to me. Look at your neighbor and say, when you get a certain age, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be full of joy. And I'm going to be blessed. I don't know about you, but for me and my house, we're going to have happiness and peace and joy. And most people tell you when, you, when you get a certain age, this start happening. This start. See, that's a belief system. They believe that. And they're, 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 the devil have gotten them stuck on that. And if they're not careful and get rid of that unbelief, when that time come, it'd be like clockwork. It'll happen. You don't have to die where it says, you know, everybody in your family have this, they have that. Well, if that's the case, then somebody need to burn the Bible. Because the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away, and guess what? Behold, all things, not some things, but all things become new. By the grace of God. And guess what? I believe if we are born again, we are a new creation in Christ. That'll apply to us. That'll apply to us. And the people say, well, you know, I, I sure would like to, like to believe the way y'all believe. I just, our church don't believe the way, the way y'all believe. 
And that's the biggest problem with the church today is, is what we believe, the way we believe, and what we believe, what, what we believe um, got our faith in. That's our biggest challenge today is, is, is what we believe. That's what separates churches on Sunday mornings. That's what separates black people from white people and Mexicans from, from Jews and all this. It's what we, leave, what we believe about them people. What has been said about them people. What has been said, instead of us trying to figure out by the word, look at your name and say the word. What the word say about it, the Bible said, Thou shalt love thy neighbors. I should love thy enemies. Amen? We should love them. And you say, I hate them, but love them by the grace of God. But guess what? We set them in church. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We dance all over the church. All that good stuff. And walk right by another brother, a different color or whatever, and won't even part our lips. I know I ain't talking to none of y'all here today. But we're in love, though. And see, and, and this is a belief to think that you can do anything, any type of way, and expect it to be okay. But I got news for it. It's not okay. God can see it, and you can see it. Because you got to understand, there ain't going to be one heaven. Somebody got a lot of working things out between that and heaven because both people think there's going to be two heavens. Different types of heavens or whatever. But I got news from them. There ain't going to be but one. I'm telling you now, you better work it out now, honey. Because it's getting late. It's later than you think it is by the grace of God. Open in the book of, uh, in the book of John. In John chapter, uh, chapter 20, I believe it is. You got to turn to this, but about Thomas. Thomas, one of the disciples. See, believing is a choice. There's nothing nobody makes you do. Whatever you're into today, good, bad, or indifferent, you made a choice to be there. Now, let me help you out. But you also can make another choice to get out of there if you turn to Jesus. You messed it up. But Jesus can turn around and clean it up. By the grace of God. If you let it. Or you can continue to walk around. And do like, like most people do. Point the finger and blame others. And play the blame game. And, and Thomas pretty much told him. He said look. Except I can touch him. Put my finger there in the place. Guess what? I will not believe. Not that he what? He couldn't believe. He refused to believe. Just like people today when it comes to Jesus Christ. Um, it's not that they can't believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross and, and rose again on the third day. Not that they can't believe it. Men of them just refuse to believe it. Not that our problem can't be fixed. I don't want to be fixed because I can get some sympathy out of this. This is a milk cow. I can milk this cow here a little while longer. Because once I get all my problem fixed, then the situation go away. Like the man at the, at the, at the, at the gate of beautiful. 
Peter and John said, look, man, uh, hey, look, guy, I don't have no money. I'm broke, matter of fact. But seven gold have I none. But such as I have, I give unto you. A lot of stuff we, we're giving people today shouldn't be money. We should be giving them Jesus. And stop giving out of our wallets all the time. Because our wallets what got us got them in trouble. The wallets were keeping them in trouble. And wallets will continue to hold them in trouble if they don't if you don't break that trend by the grace of God. They need Jesus. Many of us don't need more money. We just need to have sense about what God has blessed us with. If we had sense to be able to be responsible for what God has blessed us with, guess what? Things were changed for by the grace of God. And, and not only that, but what you believe, you wanted to bring joy. You wanted to bring joy to your life by the grace of God. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verses uh, um, 10 through 14. You wanted to bring joy. So your belief system is a filter. And everything goes into you. You filter it out. You decide where you want to believe it, where you want to accept it. Whether you want to agree with it or disagree with it, that's entirely up to you. But I'm telling you, you want to make sure you believe the right things. That's why a lot of people can't be happy. It's not to the point where God can't help them to be happy. They don't believe they can be happy. They a lot of people fail because not because they are failures. They don't believe they can be successful. That's a belief. Everybody else was broke. So why can't I be broke? Broke is not good. It says in Deuteronomy, say, I will rejoice if you what? If you but obey the commandments written in this book of the law. And if you turn to the Lord, your God, with all your heart and all your soul, can you have joy? The Bible said the joy of the Lord is your strength. People are looking all around for joy, peace. They're running to different things. They're running to people, running to relationships. They're running to alcohol. They're running to all types of things to try to find joy. But guess what? Joy is what you believe that you, it's your belief system in Jesus. If you can depend and trust in God, God can bring you joy. Like the scripture said, this is the day that the Lord has made. It ain't said nothing about how much you had, how much you had to give, or, or who's going to give you what. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will. I make a decision based upon my beliefs that I will rejoice and I'm going to be glad in it by the grace of God. I tell you what, this stuff gets real to you. It gets real to you. And people try, to, and the devil try to make it seem like, seem like this stuff don't work. This stuff works, I'm telling you. It works by the grace of God. It works. It works. And the thing about God is, guess what? If he can change what we believe, we can change a lot of things that goes on around us. The miracles and all that stuff, like brothers and sisters, they're here. Listen to me. They are here. 
but many people don't believe that they're here. They're trying to figure out, they're trying to look for something supernatural out of space, so I don't know what they're looking for, but they ain't looking for God. Because if you believe, just like Jesus told Mary Martha, if you can believe that I can do this, raise Lazarus from the dead and bring him back to life, if you can believe this, it can happen by the grace of God. And that's why it's so important the devil don't want you to believe. He wants to do everything there is in the world, but he just don't want you to believe by the grace of God. But guess what? We're going to believe and trust God. And that's why it's important going back to your, um, your foundation, your foundation in your life. Because see, what happening is what the devil is doing right now, he is messing with people and getting people to procrastinate, put things off. You know procrastinators? Put things off. And see, what he's going to do, he said, don't worry about this now. And what we're going to do, we're not going to worry about it now. We're going to put it off. And then look at your neighbor and say, a crisis come. Now, here we're going to try to catch up on what we should have done 10 years ago in one or two weeks. And it don't work. He's going to stand there and look at you and laugh and dance and and, and, and you're going to be grieving and cussing and mad with God. The day when you didn't want to get about that bed. The day when he told you to turn that TV off and read that Bible. That's what you should have been doing then. It's getting late. It's getting late. That's why I say you can't get ready. You got to be ready. That's why he was so he was so disheartened with the disciples because when they got in the storm, he knew what he had taught those guys. And he knew what they knew. But what he could not do, implement for them what he had taught them. He couldn't do that. And the same thing with us. You can know it, but if you don't learn, know how to put it into practice, it's not going to work. Your prayer life in the word of God should take you out of every situation you find yourself in by the grace of God. It will take you out. That's your roadmap. There's no problem. Look at your neighbors. There's no problem. You are having. I don't care what they say. There's no problem you are having right now that is too hard for God that he can't solve. If you just can believe it, that you can walk out of it by the grace of God. He can fix it. He can fix it by the grace of God. And see, and the thing about it is, God makes it easy. See, when you are a child growing up, you learn how to be obedient. If you show me a lot of kids that are disobedient as adults, I'm going to show you kids that were struggling when he was a child. Everything that God puts before you and me, he's not doing it to test us. He's doing it to train and develop us, to trust him. So as life begins to proceed on, as you begin to proceed on life, 
Instead of you running from problems, you're more apt to handle problems differently because you learn how to do what? Trust God early. And this is what we need to do now because with all the diseases and stuff like that with the monkey pops and all the monkey pop, pop and all the other stuff that's going on in the world today and all this ovarian uh, stuff that we got going on, diseases and stuff like that, brothers and sisters, listen to me. We can always depend on medical. We got to learn how to start depending and trusting Jesus. And this is why I do it. It's best to do it now. Pay now or pay later, but you're going to pay. And that's why it's so important to be able to walk upright. Because like I told you many times, if I had not lived and trusted God early in my life, I would not be standing before y'all today. Only reason I'm here because of Jesus and because of what I believe in my heart about what happened to me. That's it. And that's why it's so important your belief system is, is paramount to anything in your life. If you don't do nothing else in your life, you should be trying to get your, get your belief system straightened out by the grace of God because that's what's going to keep you. When the storms come, when the flood rise, guess what? Who was able to stand in the storm in the book of Luke? Not the man that builds a house on the sand, but the man that builds his house on the rock. Because guess why he did that? He believed that he built, if he could build it deep and build it on the right source, guess what? Won't no devil in hell could shake it. And that's what you got to believe. Running here, running there, whatever, it's not going to solve the problem. Because guess what? When you get there, the problem will be there too. But until you face your giants and say, you know what? Goliath, I'm not running. I ran long enough. I'm not running no more. If anybody doing the running, you're going to run now. And by the grace of God. And most people in the belief system have taken over. To the point where he said, I just can't believe this, Brother John. I can't, just can't believe that or whatever. But I believe. Well, if you believe, then get it to work for you then. Why are your car sitting there full of gas, brand new tires on it, and you can't drive it? And you says it's run, that it's operational. Something wrong with that picture. And that's why it's important as now as we move toward our final days in this life. People think the world going to come to the end because of the heat and all the other good stuff. Man is not going to start his world. Look at your neighbor and say, man is not going to start his world. He's going to do enough damage to it. But this world, when it can be destroyed, can be destroyed by God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will always stand by the grace of God. And that's why it's important right now, and you heard me say this, and I say it again. That's why it's good to be around good people with like faith. It's okay to be around your buddies and whatever, you know, or drink or whatever. And I say it's okay. I ain't say it's fine. I say it's okay. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. You don't have to write them off. 
but that's not the type of person you want to hang out with. Look at Proverbs Proverb 27, 17. What does it say? I got in the trans different translation, and the boss translation a little bit different from the um, from the uh, King James translation, and it reads the same way. Look at your neighbor. Say the same way. The iron sharpeneth his iron. A person sharpeneth the character of his what? It don't make it worse. He make him better by the grace of God. And many of the things, if you think about it right now, many of the things that that's, that's, uh, that's been implemented in our life, been incorporated in our life, has been influenced by friends. The people you hang out with every day, people you talk to every day. You don't get on the phone and talk about no stock market and all the crazy stuff. You get on the phone and talk about Jesus, amen? And the same thing if we can't believe it. Miracles can happen if we believe it. That's why miracles don't happen. Because people don't believe that they can happen. They don't believe it. They see a miracle, they get shocked. Wow. A miracle to us, just like putting on our shoes, is just something to do. That's the everyday occurrence. Because you get so used to it. And that's why you want to get so used to believing the right things by the grace of God. You, have, you won't have as near as many problems. You'll probably drop off a few of the minimums that's hanging on to you. Because they don't want to be bothered with you. And then on top of that, but many times our negative beliefs, it limits God. We can come in here and have the best man and you name it, by the grace of God. Everybody hanging off the ceiling, frothing at the mouth, the whole nine yards, sweating just like we've been running in a race or whatever. And guess what? Ain't nothing happening. Everything's shaking, but ain't nothing happening. Because we just don't believe it. We don't believe, many people don't believe that God can show up. And that's why we want to transition our believing into thinking, God, you will show up. I know you'll show up. And I believe you'll show up in this situation by the grace of God. It does not matter what they think or what they're thinking. It does matter what I'm thinking and what I believe. If I can get the right thing in my head, I can get the right thing to come out of my head. And see, the point with it, see, your faith is what moves God into forming miracles by the grace of God. I can tell you, it's no coincidence that all the stuff we went through in the last few months, it was just, it just happened. It's an opportunity. Son, you talk to talk. 
but now can you walk the walk? And here you are, by the grace of God, a living witness, a living testimony. So when you go to people and start telling people about Jesus or whatever, you ain't talking to them about some type of religion or some type of church. You're talking to them about J-E-S-U-S, the one who was raised from the dead on the third day and was born again by the grace of God. You're talking to them about Jesus. You can look at them and say, look at me. I'm a living testimony of the glory of God. Not what God should do, but what God can do and will do if you trust him by the grace of God. You hear me saying, I said again, the best is yet to come by the grace of God. What amazing God we serve. And then not only that, but you can get your mind right. The book of, and the book of, and the book of, uh, turn to Ephesians, not Ephesians, but Philippians chapter 5, chapter 2 and verse 5. You ever heard people when you're growing up, when, you, when they made some type of crazy, uh, decision about something the first thing they would ask the person uh, a woman they said man what was you thinking you ever heard that term before it makes you wonder what was they thinking based upon the outcome of the situation Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5 and one translation I believe in the uh, amplifier it said let this attitude be in you it was also in Christ Jesus. So it's, okay, it's, it's okay to have a calming Christian relationship. You don't need to get excited about this stuff. Like King Gripper told Paul, he said, Paul, what's going on, Paul? I hate to admit, but Paul, too much learning. Look at, your, look at your neighbor and say, too much learning has made you mad. Now, too much learning had caused Paul to be free. And he was concerned because he was just about to be free himself. Because that truth that Paul was sharing with him was going to set him free. If, if he only had believed what Paul was sharing with him by the grace of God. And it makes a big difference. It makes a big difference by the grace of God. And guess what? And that's why you'll believe what you believe. You can do anything. Look at your neighbor and say anything. Many of us are walking around broke as Buck Jones' pony. That's broke. That's broke. That's real broke. And the reason we're like that is because by choice. It does not impact where you come from. It's one thing where you come from, but it makes a world of difference where you're going. Where you're going. In the direction in which you're going by the grace of God. And if you can get the right things in, I'm telling you, by the grace of God, you can get the right things to come out of you. But that's why good things don't come out, because guess what? Our belief system has allowed us to put the right things in by the grace of God. 
How can we strengthen our belief system? How can we do this? Let me share some nuggets with you. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 21. In the easy to read translation, it said, God is the one who makes you and us strong in who? In Christ. So you can have a limited belief system or you can have an expanded belief system. That's entirely up to you. If you want to be satisfied with your four friends, your four and no more, that's fine. But the thing about that is this. You want to be able to expand your belief system by the things that you share by the grace of God, by things you share with others. That's how, you, that's how your faith, that's how your belief system. You don't share about things you, you assume, things you think, things you heard that are not true. You want to share things with other people that you know for a fact that God has blessed you with it, the truth. Because their opinion is their opinion. But God's word is God's word. And that's what you want to get in your belief system. Showing what the, what the word of God says. If, if you want to figure out what's going on, try to find out, try to solve a problem, whatever, get you a scripture. Just like we were saying in the, in the um, prayer meeting a few weeks ago, bind that scripture to you. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, I bind this scripture to me. I will learn how to obey. I will learn how to submit. I will not be the person I used to be. I won't think it's a joke when I make crazy mistakes. I'm not walking around with cellcars and ashes on either. But I'm not doing better because I want to continue to get better. Make some changes by the grace of God. I'm going to church today. I'm just not going to church just to be going to church. But God, what do you have for me to know today. What is your plan for me? I'm not going on a job and get my ticket punched. No, I don't need that. I need a word from God. The problem I've had this week, the things I dealt with this week, some of the things I encountered personally, some of the emotions I had, God, I need to hear from you. And I'm praying, God, did you send me a word? Everybody when send them in church. Look like they're sucking on a lemon. But you send them there like you're drinking Kool-Aid, happy. Because you're getting your answers by the grace of God. Just don't be, just, just don't come and just be a Bible carrier, a carrier, but you want to be able to just be able to know this word by the grace of God. Get into this word. Understand this word. Not only just being a, we can, we, can, we can talk about statistics when it comes to football and all of those stuff, but we cannot quote you one good scripture. But we love Jesus by the grace of God. God is good. We're not here to make you mad. We're here to help you. We're here to help you by the grace of God. 
And the people you're sharing with, make sure that the reports you're sharing with each other are good and true. Remember when I in the book of um, Philippians, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are true, then the virtue of that be in the praise, think on these things, the fourth chapter of Philippians. Yeah. Make sure that those things are true by the grace of God. These are the things that are going to strengthen your faith. When you get in a situation, don't become like a crybaby and waiting for everybody, you know, just like on Easter egg hunt, waiting for everybody to drop an egg in your basket. Giving you some sympathy. You don't want that. You want to learn how to toughen up. As old John Wayne had that one movie, he said, you got to get tough, kid. And we as Christians got to get tough. Because the devil has gotten tough out there. When we talk to people, we should leave them better than, than we found them. We shouldn't talk them with a bunch of foolishness, then leave them with a bunch of foolishness. The word of God should be in there somewhere. Strengthen your faith. If you don't know it, say you don't know it. I, I just, I just don't, don't know that. Well, what you think about this, that? Just be open and honest. Say, I, this is my opinion and my opinion only. It's not something I believe. This is my opinion. My opinion, opinion only. And back it up with God's word if you can. These are the things here that are going to help strengthen, strengthen your faith by the grace of God. And every chance you get, get some word in your ear. All this stuff about music and all the other good stuff. I love music. I am a music fanatic. I love music even when I was growing up. I used to wake up to music, go to bed to music. Love music. Not just any type of music. I mean, just, just certain type of music. I love all music by the grace of God. Loved it. Matter of fact, when I was, when I was in the military, I used to get me certain songs. And I, when I wake up in the morning, didn't feel motivated. Had me songs that I could play to go out there and raise sand with the boys and girls. Come on, let's go. Let's get it. Why are you looking like that? Man, I'm pumped. By the grace of God. And that's what you want to do. You want to get things that's going to pump you up. And you want to be around people that's going to pump you up. You don't want to be around people that's going to deflate you. Man, I tell you, every time I look around, there's always something. Stop looking for something. Get rid of something. and get Test something and go where, somewhere else and find something else. Get away from me. I ain't got time to deal with something. I want to deal with life by the grace of God. Just like Mary and Martha, when they got to, to the grave of Lazarus, they asked him a question. And Jesus asked, said, look, what you asked me for and what you need from me, do you believe that I can do this? And this is the question that many people get sick, dealing with illness, you have to deal with. 
they tell you all these little sweet, sweet stories about this. Yeah, I believe in all of that. No. Do you believe that God can do what you're asking him to do? If you can, the miracle is done. It's a done deal. You don't have to worry about it. He's asking him a simple question. I mean, it's a, it's a good question. Because a lot of times when people get get into certain situations, they get very pious, you know, and, you know, they get very sweet, you know, they read the Bible, you know, they attend church and all of good stuff. And they haven't been to church since 1965. Long time. But now in front of everybody, in front of all the bishops and popes and everybody, now I'm sweet. No. And then when that, and see, and what happens is the devil laughs at that because he knows for a fact you don't believe that. He laughs at that. And when he laughs at it, guess what? It brings a report, reproach against the kingdom of God. See, we're not set up as losers, brothers and sisters. We're set up as winners. The Bible says we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. When you walk into a situation, you don't have to worry about what the doctor said, what they said, whatever. You should know in your heart what he said. And what he says is really matter. I don't know about you this morning. I don't know what you believe in God for. Or what are you wanting from God this morning? I got in a few minutes and you guys were talking about whatever your needs are. God can do it. He can't. But the question of it is, had Daphne plays, do you believe this? Do you believe God can do this? I know what you're telling me. I hear what you're saying. But you, do you believe what you're saying? Do you have the faith to believe what you're saying? If you do, God can do this by the grace of God. He loves each one of us. And much is given, much has been required by the grace of, given, by the grace of God. Your belief system, brothers and sisters, is so important. What you believe, that determines what you, where you can walk with Christ, that determines you. It determines a lot of times your, your battles, where you win or lose many of your battles that you're fighting. If you believe that you're a winner, live like you're a winner, act like you're a winner, and guess what? you'll see more battles won than you do lost by the grace of God. 